Hey everybody, welcome back to our Big Brother podcast. I'm Megan. <laughs> and this is Jason. And welcome to episode 13. And oh my gosh, I have so much to say tonight. I'm so uh. excited. <laughs> okay, I'm still trying. I'm seriously still trying to settle in from everything that happened mm. tonight. It was a big night and it did not disappoint. Mm-hmm. So, okay, let's start at the very, very beginning with Kaser on the couch outside talking to Memphis. Mm-hmm. And of course, he's trying to fill Memphis's ear saying, hey, dude, there's like four core people running this house. Danny, Tyler, Nicole and Cody. And of course, you know, Memphis is just sitting there denying it. Meanwhile, he's scoffing in the HOH room or not HOH room, the diary room, basically just kind of saying, yeah, I'm the one who started the alliance. Mm-hmm. And it's like at that moment that Kaser kind of starts catching on because he's like, his head is either completely buried in the sand, the sand, or he's in on it. Mm-hmm. And just man, it's sad because it's <laughs> kind of too little, too late for him at yeah. that point. But um, he's starting to realize that something feels weird and something doesn't feel right. Yeah. And then of course we go up to the HOH room where Enzo is talking to Tyler, uh, saying they need to get rid of Danny, saying he's that she's being sloppy, that she's planting all these seeds, yada, yada, yada. But meanwhile, like he had the chance to put her up, which is so confusing. If he really was so mad and so upset and so mm. this, that and the other at her, why didn't he take the shot when he literally could have? I think they were just way more focused on Kesar. I know. Well, I that mean, was a wrong choice. Well, maybe. maybe I mean, not. it is what it is, you know, at this point, because Danny's not going home. Yeah. But anyways, of course, um, all of that happened and they're kind of in agreement about that. And then I think Cody's up there, too. No, I can't remember exactly. Mm. But the next thing we see. Cody and Enzo are talking, and mm-hmm. of course, they're part of a final two alliance called the Rue or whatever. Yeah. Roe, Rue, something like that. Uh-huh. And he comes clean with Enzo because he says he's having a really hard time keeping all of his alliances straight because he's in so many of them. Yeah. And he outs his own other alliance, basically. He basically says, hey, you know, Memphis, Christmas, mm. Danny, Tyler... And I are all in cahoots together. And Nicole are all in cahoots together on this other side. And I don't know. Enzo didn't seem super shocked by that, did he? No. I mean, he even said, you know, he's in multiple alliances. So who cares? Yeah. He really didn't seem like blown away by that. And I mean, I think I think he ultimately trusts Cody more than anybody else. And I think he knows that, you know, sure, he's going to be in other alliances to help get them further but it's gonna come down at some point to the two of them yeah i agree i think like you said i definitely think that cody's in you know a good spot more than anybody else in the house even maybe so more than tyler because yeah of course tyler's got david as like a kind Mm. of final two and then he and bailey i thought that's kind of done though i mean there hasn't been any talks of it but yeah, I mean, I don't know. 
we'll have to see about that. But Tyler's got people on his side. But Cody seems to have like a final two with Enzo, a Mm. final two with Tyler, a final two with Nicole. Like Cody of everybody in the house is sitting super pretty. And he's doing a really good job, to be completely fair. Um, I like his gameplay. I think he's done really well so far. But we won't get too terribly off track with all that. Um, because so much happened in tonight's episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways, Tyler is basically seeing that Danny is planting all these seeds to pin the Alliance against one another. And yeah. he brings it up to Bailey in the HOH room. And he says, you know, Hey, she's in here saying all this, that about you and Davon. Is she turning around and saying that about me? And Bailey says, well, she's not saying that to me, but she might be saying it to Davon. And so then we see Tyler spilling it to Davon in the have not room mm-hmm. that Bailey is trying to get her or sorry, that Danny is trying to get her and Bailey out of the house. Yeah. And, you know, he even asked her, you know, hey, is she trying to pit me against you guys? And she said not to me. Hmm. So I think she's more just targeting um, Bailey and Davon. Yeah. Because she sees them definitely more expendable Mm. so um i believe both of them when they say hey danny hasn't really come talk about you but tyler is in both of her alliances with her yeah so it doesn't really make sense that she would stir the pot with him and i actually do think she likes tyler and respects him but yeah they are starting to see her for who she really is Uh so then we see enzo tyler and cody all on the same page about getting Danny and Devon basically up on the block is kind mm-hmm. of what they seem as their next move when they all sit sat in the HOH room and kind of yeah. agreed that yeah both of them needed to sit and one of them needed to go. Mm-hmm. So, oh man, like so, I said, we got so much to run through tonight. It's this has been a really busy episode. Yeah. So, uh, Ian was outside in the hammock talking to Kevin about the core group, which he kind of exposes to Kevin. Yeah. And he says, hey, Nicole, Tyler, and Cody. And he says, possibly Danny are working together. And Ian is, again, he's sitting back. He's being quiet. He's observing, like, everything that's happening around him. Mm -hmm. So he does have a clue what's going on in the house. He doesn't, he didn't quite have, everything put together but he is very very close Mm -hmm. and since he's really not in in with anybody um besides you know nicole or whatever but even he is waking up to the fact that if the two of them go up she's got friends in high places and that he's basically her shield yeah and he talked about that and he called it out because he understands and knows that she has people on her side and he doesn't right so you know, he's really not naive Mm-mm. to everything that's happening. So then he starts talking to Bailey and he kind of tries to feel her out. And he says, you know, hey, are you in an alliance? And Bailey didn't come out and say she was, but she said, hey, I have people on my side. Yeah. Or whatever. And then he exposes to Bailey, hey, I think Cody is running the house. Yeah. Or they kind of, they say, okay, you say on the count of three who you think is running the house. And they say, one, two, three. Mm-hmm. And Ian says, Cody. 
and Bailey says Danny. Mm. And I mean, they're both, they're not both right. Danny thinks she's, she oh, yeah. thinks she's running the house. She thinks she's the puppet master, but she's absolutely not. Mm-mm. And, you know, they kind of just out what they think. Yeah. But Ian points out that Cody is covered on all sides. Yeah. He basically exposes to Bailey that he sees Cody basically as the giant man on top. And he yeah. really is. Pretty much, yeah. So, again, he's not wrong about that. And Bailey kind of takes this information and just kind of moves on, even though I'm sure she kind of knows that. She's in the Slick Six Alliance with him. Mm-hmm. But I think she knows there's something else on top of that. Yeah. So, sure. okay, this is the juicy, juicy part. Or one <laughs> of the juicier parts of the night is juicy. Uh, when we see Kaser and Ian. Uh-huh. And Ian is like incredibly blunt with Kaser. He's not, you yeah. know. <laughs> and he didn't just try to tiptoe around it. He's just yeah. like, hey, man, like you're the target and everybody yeah. wants you out. And basically he starts just pouring everything on Kaser because he knows Kaser doesn't have anything to lose because he knows like, hey, dude, you're going to be walking out the door. Yeah. So basically he spills all these theories, you know, about the core group. Yeah. And uh, he basically encourages Kaysar to, you know, say all of this on his way out the door. Because, mm-hmm. again, he's like, if I out all of this, you yeah. know, then there's a huge target on my back. Right. If anybody else I'm close to says this and calls it out. Than they are, but he says, you know, Kaser has nothing to lose. Yep. Because he's the wanted one. <laughs> yeah. And so then, of course, we're on the edge of our seats and it's commercial break and we're all waiting mm-hmm. for Kaser to see if he's really going to do it or not because so many, there's so many like anticlimactic points of Big Brother. Yeah. You know, I mean, Enzo's talking about, oh, I'm going to put Danny on the block. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to put Ian on the block. I mean, he's Mr. I'm going to stir the pot and then yeah. he doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. But I mean, really, Kaser K- doesn't have anything to, to lose. So, of course, you know, Julie says, OK, you can make your eviction speech Christmas. And she had this mm-hmm. little cute, rhymey eviction speech and it was mm-hmm. adorable. But everybody's <laughs> like, yeah, nobody cares. Shut up. <laughs> and she said, so because everybody knows yeah. she's good. Right. Mm-hmm. And Kaser. Mm-hmm. My man, Kesar. I am so. I mean, I everybody already loved him. Yeah. I mean, everybody already loved this guy, but he was savage, and he called out Cody, and he called out Nicole, and he says, "Hey, these two are basically running this group," and he didn't have everything completely right, but he's yeah. basically exposing this giant group of people who are working together and how Mm -hmm. everybody basically is together, but then they have side alliances and this, that, and the other. Right. And of course, you know, everybody is shocked because Kesar is such a like loving, mellow, easygoing guy. I'm sure none of them besides Ian saw that coming. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I mean, Ian probably hoped he would do it. And of course then he did, which again, to me makes Ian such a good player to just kind of, you talk about planting seeds. Mm-hmm. He did. He planted that seed and it just grew. It blossomed quickly. Yeah. And I am so glad he did that. Yeah, me too. It's the most exciting thing. 
by far that's happened this season. Oh, I agree. So far. Yeah. Um, man, Cody actually looked like genuinely like shocked and mad. I think he was like shocked that he did it and kind of mad that he was doing it. But I think he was also kind of impressed that he was yeah. kind of close, like really close on what he was putting out there. And his face was kind of just like, uh... Oh, he was so <laughs> caught off guard, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he was. I, like you said, he was just a kaleidoscope of emotions. Yeah. He was he was mad, of course, because there goes his game. And then yep. he's impressed because that is so not Kaser. And, you know, like, it, he was just kind of blown away by it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, of course, everybody sitting, you know, he really did of all the reactions. <laughs> I mean, of course... People like Danny and Nicole, blah, they're both so gross. Yeah. Just more mad and eye-rolly and stupid. Mm-hmm. But he was more like, wow, like this guy is onto something. Yeah. So, of course, you know, it was also Kaser, his kind of last-ditch effort to rally yeah. anybody behind him, basically, mm-hmm. that would go. But, of course, I think he knew, just like everybody else, he was not going to have the votes to stay. Yeah. So... He was out. Uh huh. I was honestly a little bit surprised that he didn't get one or two votes just to like throw people off, you know? Like I figured somebody would throw in something to to try to make it look like, you know, something's going on. I think Danny wanted to, but I think Danny was just too overcome by her emotions to do it because she was salty. Yeah, she was mad. She's like, I have never said anything bad about about Kaser, but he is disrespectful. He is this, he is that, he is blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, shut up, Danny. Mm -hmm. She was so blah. Shut up, yeah. She was mad at Nicole, too. Nicole was pretty blunt and mad when she went in there. She just, like, Kaser and left. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, if you've been listening to this podcast, you know exactly how Jason and I feel about both Nicole and Danny. They're dumb. Don't yeah. like either one of their game plays. Like they, yeah. if they go out in the next couple of weeks, neither one of us are going to cry about it. We'll Mm-mm. probably pop champagne in our <laughs> podcast room, have a big old drink with you guys. But mm-hmm. back to the game, of course, just like, just like everybody knew, the votes were ten to zero, and Kaser left the building. Yep. And at first, when he like got up basically i didn't really know if he was gonna like hug anybody because the energy in the space was just so weird wasn't it like (laughs) nobody really knew whether to hug him or slap him or like kick him but you know of course like i said everybody i think likes kaser on a personal level yeah and you know everybody was a pretty good sport to him Mm -hmm. except for danny blah and except for nicole blah (laughs) they suck but But then, of course, you know, he picks up and holds his head high. And again, just like we've talked about in the past, I can tell Julie is a fan of Kaser, just like she's a fan of Janelle. You can always tell who Julie likes when they come out the door. Mm -hmm. And, of course, then, just like she did to Janelle last week, she reveals to him he was right about the four players. Yeah. But she said there's also Christmas and there's also Memphis. Yeah. And he's like, what? And again, just like just the shock on his face. You know, he was so just like Janelle, you know, Mm. he's like, I am so blindsided by that. I did not see that one coming. I think they were both like actually impressed 
with Memphis for pulling that off. To yeah, be so. he was so calm, cool, and collected. And that yeah. those are the players you got to watch out for. Yeah. I mean, he really was very sneaky because mm-hmm. he was buddy-buddy with them, but he also had his yeah. little group. But then, again, he's going to go home, and he's going to think about it, and he's going to realize all the times it didn't make sense to him. Yeah. And he's going to be like, wow, I should have put that together way, way sooner. Mm-hmm. So then, of course, you know, our hearts are all pounding. We take a commercial break after she gets done <laughs> talking to Kaser. Yeah. And they're having, you know, their little HOH competition. Oh, sorry. Real fast. Um, she says there are no have nots for the week. Mm-hmm. And of course, they say, woohoo. Yes, queen. They're so excited. Yeah. And then they go to the HOH competition, which is called Filter Face Off. And by a random draw, she, I say she, Ian and Kevin were basically the first two to face off Uh against each other. And then basically the winner was responsible for picking the next two people who would go up and face off. So, again, I liked this game, too, because you have to concentrate on the filters and what was going on right in front of you. But at the same time, you kind of had to quickly make a decision about who was going to come up next and face off together. Yeah. And so you couldn't really, you know, just be too frazzled. You had to kind of keep in mind who was still there and who you wanted to face off. Yeah. So let's start Ian and Kevin. Kevin wins that one and he chooses Nicole and Cody, which surprise, surprise, that was a good move. Mm -hmm. You just, you know, he, Kesar just outed the two of them to the whole house. Yeah. So he's like, okay, let's put these two up against each other. Yeah. And, um, Cody wins that Mm -hmm. round and Cody chooses Kevin and Davon. And, uh, Davon wins that round and she puts up Cody in Memphis and then Memphis beats Cody and he puts up Danny and David. And then against the two of them, Danny won. So then she said, I want Bailey and Davon to go up, mm-hmm. which is really interesting because yeah. those two people are supposedly in her alliance. Yeah. And she just kind of ratted herself out to them mm-hmm. of all the people that were yeah. left. Right. She was basically like, I don't choose you guys. Of all the people that were left, let's see, there was Memphis. There was Tyler, there was Christmas, and she basically put the two of them up against each other, which should have been extremely telling for both of them. Mm -hmm. So Bailey and Davon face off off against each other, and Davon wins again. Davon was killing it. She did so good in these competitions, Mm -hmm. didn't she? Yeah. And I'm not even going to lie, I was rooting for her. She Mm -hmm. was doing really, really well. And so then Davon chooses Danny and Memphis. Memphis beats Danny, which I cheered about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so Memphis won, and he chose Tyler and Davon to play. And again, like a beast, Davon beats Tyler. <laughs> yeah. And of course, she says, hey, I got to choose Memphis and Christmas because those were the only two left. Mm-hmm. And Christmas beat Memphis. So then it was between Christmas and Davon. And at that point, we're both just glad it's one of those two yeah um i don't know well i'll just end it up so of course christmas and Devon face off and christmas ends up winning 
Yeah. So when it came down to the two of them, I was a little bit relieved because I'm like, either one of them winning this HOH competition, like I'd be okay with. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I was leaning a little more towards Davon because. Yeah. I mean, I just think she would have been. And of course, we don't know who Christmas is going to put up, but mm-hmm. we know that Davon would have been much more likely to shake the house up and. Yeah. Just kind of stir the pot a little more. I think Christmas is a little more. Um, she, I think she's just more likely to be influenced by other people and just yeah. kind of do what other people say, mm. which I'm not a giant mm. fan of that kind of gameplay. Yeah. I mean, who knows, though? She might surprise us and yeah. make big moves on her own. But she's a real like people pleaser. Yeah. So that's the only reason I'm a little bit concerned about Christmas going into her HOH competition, yeah. basically. Right. Or not HOH competition, but just HOH reign. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I was, I was happy that Christmas won. And then, of course, you know, they teased us at the beginning of the episode and they said, oh, you know, there's a new twist that's going to happen yeah called the bb basement and it's basically a game that's going to be played in the dark that will give three game changing powers Hmm. and to be honest i haven't really thought about that much just because my mind is so clouded with everything that happened tonight so do we want to make some predictions about what that's going to be like yeah i'm wondering if if it's going to be uh pre set thing where they just throw everybody into the competition and the like three top scores get some get to pick powers or whatever or if it's something where they have to go in and you know swipe the card again and like choose when they go i'm not sure how they're gonna do that but since it's three powers it kind of makes me think that they're they're going to do it more like all at once yes as a whole house or whatever uh, I'm curious if they'll let the head of household participate. I'm um, sure they will. Yeah, hopefully, if it's like that big of a deal. Um, I mean, I'm sure this is going to be something I haven't seen many, but I know that the season I did watch, they had something similar with those powers. And I'm pretty sure one of them was to take yourself off the block, kind of a veto type of thing. Um, I'm sure they'll do something like that. It's, it's at least one of the powers. Maybe they'll throw in another one where you can add, uh, add somebody else to the block to the block or something mm. crazy. That'd be kind of neat. Have they ever done that where they have like three people at? They once? actually have done they that have. before. Okay. Um, I'm I'm kind of with you. I think that again, she said it's going to be a game played in the dark. What I think it's going to be is, I think they're going to have powers like maybe hidden in like envelopes. So Mm. one person might have multiple opportunities to get more powers. Mm. You know what I mean? So if, you know, you find one envelope, but then you find the second envelope. And then it's really interesting when they do these competitions because, of course, everybody denies they have the power, right? Right, yeah. Because nobody wants to, unless it's like they're very, very best friends. Yeah. But then again, you got to be careful who you talk to because, you know, if you talk to the wrong person, they'll out what you told them in confidence and trust is broken and yada yada. Yeah. But I think that I definitely think there's going to be things like that 
or maybe that you can take the veto from somebody or mm, yeah. I don't know exactly the type of twists that are going to happen. Yeah. But just the way that she phrased it by saying there's going to be three powers. Yeah. To me, that meant not necessarily three different people were going to be getting three different powers. I feel like all of them are kind of up for grabs. Yeah. And oh, poor Kaser. I wish that if it would have been just a week sooner. Mm, yeah. Where they could have played this game and he had mm. some type of power. Yeah. He might not have been walking out the door tonight. So that kind of blows a little bit. Yeah. But I'm excited to see, of course, what this BB basement is going to mm-hmm. offer and hold and what's yeah. going to happen. How it's going to stir the pots more. Because, of course, everybody that watches Big Brother, we all, you know, like the drama of Big <laughs> Brother. We all like to watch good TV, and it's just kind of like this episode. This episode tonight specifically was just so good. This is the kind of stuff that Big Brother fans tune in for, and this is what we seek: is you know, yeah. lots of things happening, people stirring up the pot, people saying things on the way out the door that's potentially potentially going to crush somebody else's game. Yeah, I mean, it was good TV tonight, mm-hmm. but we don't always get that with Big Brother because again. You know, what we want to see is not necessarily good gameplay on other people's end. So it can be disappointing sometimes to watch Bigger Up Brother because you want, you know, somebody like Enzo to make big swinging moves and then Mm -hmm. he didn't. Yeah. And it'll be interesting to see how, you know, after the jury gets settled and how everything kind of falls into place when we when we're down to the final two. I do believe that the jury will vote people for the person in the house that did make the biggest moves yeah you know because again it's just kind of like cody's reaction tonight yeah he he was mad but he was also impressed (laughs) as a game player like man yeah yeah yeah. he kind of got me you know what i mean and i think there's something to be said about respect for good gameplay yeah even if it hurts you even if it doesn't benefit you that doesn't mean you don't respect the gameplay yeah and again this is all stars you guys so I think that they are going to reward the most bold player towards the end. I mean, at least I feel like if I was a Big Brother All-Star, that's what I would do. Right. Yeah. Don't you think you would vote the same way? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I'm not a super emotional person, so I could easily see it for the gameplay aspect. Yeah, well, we Uh, both know that Danny and Nicole are going to wham-wham all the way home. So When when do they start doing jury (sighs) how many people into it well we know for sure that the jury is always odd right there can be no tiebreaker at that i think there's seven that go to the jury but don't quote me on that Mm, there's seven or nine seven seven or nine people go to the jury okay so how many people are left in the house right now 13 right pretty sure that it is because it was a vote of 10 10 to zero and the two on the thing plus the HOH, so it's 13 total. Okay, yeah, you're right. So 12 minus KSR. So there's 12 people right now in the house. Yeah, I think there's going to be a couple people that are, a couple more people that'll be pre-jury. And then yeah. basically the next, the people after that are locked in. Okay. They can't watch the game. They can't know what happens you know Mm. everything is kept from them all the pre-jurors they get to go home and they get to watch every week 
But basically, when you get sent to the jury house, what you know from when you walk in, and then you get to watch the episodes. Yeah. When the person comes back, and of course, the person that comes back is going to fill you in on everything that happened during the week. So then you kind of learn about the game that way and start maybe making some decisions on the way there. So, okay, before we run this podcast super duper long, I want to make some predictions. What do we think Christmas will do this week? Who Uh, do we think she's going to put up? I think she's going, if she, I, I wouldn't be surprised if she gets convinced to put Danny up. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really not sure who else, though. Uh, she might have to put up some, like a pawn, um, which I could see being David. Or, or Kevin. Or poor Kevin again, and he'll probably cry again. Oh, no. <laughs> um, we love you, Kev. Yeah, but if, I mean, if she... If she just made her own choice, like honestly, if it was just her decision and she surprises us and doesn't, you know, get swayed, I really have no idea who she would put up, to I be know. honest. She's really good. Like, she seems she, to be good with everybody in the house. She does, but I just, I also don't feel like they've showed a whole lot of footage of her talking to people and stuff. Like it's, she's been sort of in the background the way that they've edited the show that we watch. So, you know, maybe people that watch the live show know more behind the scenes about who she's really, you know, talking to and hanging out with. But right now, I'm totally blanking on seeing her talk to to pretty much anybody other than Enzo. Lately. Yeah, she seems to be good with Enzo. <clears throat> um, and I think it was very telling when everybody was basically choosing people who they were going to face off against. Yeah. If you really watched closely. Tyler wasn't chosen very yeah. much and Christmas wasn't chosen. Right. So everybody is kind of in really good with them. Yeah. And that seems very apparent and very obvious. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, those we're going to have to watch out for those two because they could very, very, since nobody hates them and nobody, mm-hmm. they're not stepping on anybody's toes up yeah. until this point. Or, I mean, Christmas is going to have to probably make some enemies this week. Yeah. Um, I hope I really hope she's bold. I really hope I mean, she doesn't like throw up Kevin and David or something lame who, like that. I would you, be so I would be so disappointed. Who do you think she'll throw up? I think you're right. I think that um they're going to talk to her and they're going to say, "Hey, Danny's just got to go." I think they're going to convince her because yeah. I don't think she's going to tell him no. She mm. might surprise us. I'm not yeah. sure, but I can't imagine Christmas being combative. Yeah. Or you know, anything like that. I do think they are going to convince her to put up Danny and then potentially upon like David or Kevin or what. She also seems to really be good with Ian as well. We've seen yeah. some clips of Ian and Christmas speaking together too. Yeah. And I don't, I don't feel like Ian would be considered a pawn being a former winner. Oh yeah. I think that would potentially backfire pretty easily. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, 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 basically, it seems like David and Kevin are kind of the only two pawns. I know. Uh, I mean, Christmas can be a pawn herself, I guess, but other than that, you know, it's kind of everybody else seems a little bit too high risk. Don't know. Yeah, I mean, if Danny goes walking out the door this week, I mean, this house is not going to cry about it. Mm-mm. So she, I think she thinks she's being really smart, which is another thing I just. It's yeah. very cringy to watch players who think they're all that and they're not all that because they're over here making mistakes yeah. and they're snooty and they're like, 
it's it's just hard to watch because it's embarrassing. I don't even know her, but if I was like a family member of hers or a friend of hers, yeah. I would just be so embarrassed <laughs> for her more than mm-hmm. anything else. Yeah, yeah. So um, we'll just have to see, I guess, tune in on Sunday and we will spill the tea on everything that happens, you know, for episode 14. Yep. So, all right, everybody, stay safe, have a good night, and we will talk next time. All right, see ya. All right, bye.